Good morning, super kicking with Stephen fans. Uh, Stephen A, eleven eighty one, here to talk up Raw and SmackDown and give you a little predictions for TLC tomorrow night. Um, one of my favorite pay per views. I love the tables and ladders and chairs. We know that tag teams back in the day really put those to use. And you know, I think that usually the people involved just put on a good match. So, uh, ready to watch that up tomorrow night. And uh, yeah, hopefully you've been checking out the page. We try to do videos every day for you. No, no, we're really getting the AWF started up. And hopefully you've been enjoying those videos. Keep passing along, sharing, liking, commenting. Um, feel free to give me your thoughts on, you know, what you'd like to see for Friday. Kind of the, I guess we can call it fan mail Friday if we want to do that. So, yeah, um, let's call, talk up Raw. Take a little break for Raw and SmackDown. Give you a little financial banking needs, and then uh, we'll get into TLC and call today. So, uh, Monday Night Raw saw AJ Styles defeat Sheamus. Kind of a good match there to you know keep building up AJ Styles. AJ Styles also got the best of Drew McIntyre. Uh, we had the Ascension ceremony where they took the uh, WWE title and hung it up, and AJ Styles got the best of Drew McIntyre, which obviously, yeah, Drew's going to win on Sunday. I can give you that prediction now, but I think that them facing off each other should be a good matchup uh, just because we haven't seen them go at each other yet. So I'm really excited to see how they kind of face up against each other. There we go. Let me get that all set. All right. So um, yeah, AJ Styles defeats Sheamus. Um, really also is interesting if Sheamus and uh, Drew kind of go at it, probably at Royal Rumble time. Braun Strowman might be back as well. So, you know, just a good old Hoss fight at Royal Rumble would be a lot of fun. So, Next up, the Hurt Business defeated the New Day and Jeff Hardy. We are going to get the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin going against uh, the New Day for the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, we also have Matt Riddle out there. Um, yeah, I think Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy as a tag team. I like that. Work with that. I think, you know, builds up another tag team because like we said, the tag team's on Raw and, Smack and even SmackDown after last night. I don't know where the tag teams are. It just feels like, you know, we're not seeing them. So uh, we're definitely got to work on that, but the hurt business get the win uh, beat Jeff Hardy and the new day. And yeah, we'll see how Sunday goes out for the hurt business and the new day. Next up, we had Lana defeating Nijax, but then Lana got taken out by Nijax and now she's out on Sunday. Um, I'll kind of give my thoughts on who I think replaces Lana. You know, there's probably a few choices out there, I guess, you know, Probably two choices, really, when I think about it. But um, into my predictions, I'll kind of get into that and where we want to go with that. John Morrison in The Miz defeated Keith Lee in a two-on-one handicap. Now, this is kind of tough because I really love Keith Lee. And if you watch his, um, I think it's Chronicle, WWE Chronicle, you could see that Vince McMahon really believes in him. Uh, unless, it, you know, and I know Vince McMahon changed his mind probably hour to hour, but... Um, this to me, I know some people said it's a bad loss and yeah, it's a loss, but it's two guys. And it was both guys pinning him being, you know, pinning Keith Lee. So I don't think we're done with this whole Keith Lee, John Morrison and Miz stuff. I think Keith Lee will still pick up some wins. And, you know, I just think early next year we'll really see, I think Royal Rumble will be a good time to see how Keith Lee does. You know, maybe he goes on a run through the Rumble and then we'll kind of see where he's positioned by WrestleMania and get a good road, you know, get the read on what they really see in Keith Lee. 
you know, if we, if we see Keith Lee, you know, thrown out of the rumble early and maybe he's on some early match in at WrestleMania, then yeah, it might still not be his time. And who knows if it will be, but now I'm seeing reports that Vince wants some big men and Keith Lee's a big man and can go, you know, he's athletic. He obviously can work the mic. I mean, he's got everything there. So I think, like I said, I think this month or so, it's not going to be really telling for Keith Lee. I think Royal Rumble on is going to be where we're really going to see what Keith Lee is headed for. And, you know, it might be U.S. title, might be, you know, I don't think it's going to be WWE title or universal title if we switch him to SmackDown. But I do think, you know, him getting a good position is where we're going to see after Royal Rumble time. So um, next up, we saw Mace of Retribution defeat Ricochet. We don't really see any more of the, you know, um, Mufasa Ali kind of getting upset with anybody. And I think ultimately we're going to see Ali and Ricochet go at it. If Ali wins, he's probably going to make Ricochet join kind of against his own will. Cause I think that's the only way we could play this up. You know, I don't, I don't see why Ricochet would get the best of retribution. I just, you know, we've already kind of thought that we're dead in the water. And now I feel like this is a small glimpse of what rip, you know, maybe that retribution's, probably going to get the best of ricochet you know i mean ricochet and ali as a tag team could be something as well so uh yeah i think probably over the next weeks or so we'll see ricochet and ali go for it and it will be a whole you know if ali wins ricochet has to join them you know for whatever time 30 days or something you know kind of those old school stipulations type but i still don't totally know if i'm buying into retribution i you know I kind of look at them and yes, they picked up wins. I think they won out of four of the past five, you know, singles matches, but I still feel like people don't believe in them. And, you know, I think Ali's helping as much as he can. I really do. You know, I think him being part of the group really gave him some direction. Um, but it, you know, I hate to compare to dark order with, you know, um, AEW, but they those kind of feel the same. I mean, Dark Order's been positioned a little bit higher and they've picked up some wins and Brody Lee has really helped out, especially when you won the TNT title. But without Brody Lee in there, they feel directorless. And now, like like I said, with retribution, you know, they were doing stuff, but it was almost like a hot shot angle where they're just trying stuff and seeing what sticks. I mean, Ali does stick, and I think Ali is the glue that's gonna keep them going, but how much longer? So that's kind of where I see those things going with uh, with retribution. Next up, we had Dana Brooke defeating Shayna Baszler by DQ because Mandy Rose came out there. She's back. Uh, Nia Jax got involved. So yeah, um, Dana Brooke, Nia, you know Mandy Rose, Riot Squad. I mean, I feel like the women's tag team titles pictures are much clearer <laughs> than the men's. You know, both tag teams right now. So both tag team brands. So that's kind of interesting to see that. You know, we've kind of shifted. We, you know, we were not worried that much about the women's tag team titles. And now it seems like there are teams out there that, you know, could make a run for that. So, and also Matt Riddle got the best of MVP in a quick match. Um, you know, Matt Riddle's another guy, I think, just like Keith Lee. I'm going to see how he is, does in the Rumble and then kind of where he's positioned. You know, he's a guy, I think. Him or Keith Lee probably needs to be a guy to beat Lashley for the U.S. title and just kind of have a nice run with that. 
you know, and then build those blocks, you know, kind of like the IC title where you just slowly work your way up. You know, you kind of move along organically instead of just, you know, hot shotting you to the title and then seeing what you can do. But um, Matt Riddle got the best of MVP. Like I said, in the quick match, Lashley tried to get the best of Matt Riddle, but he couldn't. So I'm, I'm going to assume Matt Riddle and Lashley are going to go for the U.S. title. And I would like to see, you know, Riddle defeat him. You know, even if the Hurt Business is tag team titles, at least that still gives him some gold. So, um, Also, one other thing to talk about was uh, Bray Wyatt went on the hunt for Randy Orton. And, you know, or sorry, yeah, like in Game of Hide and Seek. And so he finds Randy Orton. They start fighting, fighting, fighting. Randy Orton throws Bray Wyatt into a crate, turns it, you know, kind of sets it on fire. And then the Fiend shows up. So now we're going to see a Firefly, Firefly Inferno match, which essentially I'm going to assume is a, you know, Inferno match. You know, kind of the, the ring will be set on fire. Um, but maybe, you know, we'll see some weapons in the ring or something like that. Or maybe this is going to be a um, kind of a gimmicky video cinematic type match. So I'm interested to see it. Well, you know, I'm going to assume the winner is whoever gets set on fire and loses. So, um, yeah. We'll kind of see where things go for that. Um, I do think, like we said, that, you know, the main event picture on Raw, you know, was kind of set there. You know, we have Bray and Randy going at it, have AJ and Drew really doing good stuff. But it just seems like everything else is just, you know, in a standstill. And we're just trying to figure out what to do with things. And, you know, the women seem to be moving along, but we still don't know who's going to be next for the women. Um, Raw Women's Championship. So that's kind of just there in the holding pattern. And, you know, we have the Hurt Business and New Day going at it, and that's kind of set. But, you know, it it does feel like things are kind of, you know, just spinning their wheels and trying to figure out what works. And the ratings, you know, were the lowest, one of the record lows this week. And now they're hearing stuff that, you know, they want edgier content now and, you know, more big guys and all this. So it's just hard to there's a lot of ideas being thrown out. It's like, you know, you got to stick to one. I, I I look at raw and I think, you know, we tried raw underground and then that went away because COVID cases were rising. You tried the raw dark. And I think that would have been a good idea. You know, we have the two hours of raw that are kind of, you know, family friendly, a little bit PG 14. And then you just throw it, everything out and, you know, let raw dark kind of have the war zone aspect, you know, where things are a little riskier and a little edgier, but, that was gone before we know it. So that's something I'd like to see come back, you know, if we're trying to figure out what could help Raw. And, you know, like we said, just letting guys build up wins, I think, is important. You know, we can't have back and forth, you know, where, you know, Keith Lee loses, gets a DQ, wins, loses, gets a DQ, you know, this holding pattern of, you know, start, start stop and go. You just got to let him go. You know, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, I mean, even, you know, a guy like Jeff Hardy couldn't, you know, build up people. So I think there's definitely the talent there, as they always say, but we just got to figure out what to do with it. So that's kind of my thoughts on Raw. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break and get into SmackDown. And then we'll uh, get some realty talk and we'll get into TLC and call it a morning. So here's your first financial needs, kind of taking care of your what banking What is going needs. on, everybody? It's your boy Dan from Black and White Sports and BWSports1.com. I'm here today to fill you in on a little banking advice. 
I don't know much, but I know somebody who does. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard at First Financial Bank. 317-417-8582. Call John for all your banking essentials. He's really good at banking. 317-417-8582. Call John today and tell him the boys from BWSports1.com sent you. All righty, and we're back. So definitely get in touch with John Buzzard for all your financial be- <laughs> banking needs at First Financial Bank. I'll eventually get that promo right. I work on my promos all the time, as you can tell, in the AWF, but I don't work on those ad promos, so I got to work on that. But All right, heading into SmackDown, which obviously right now, you know, if we're kind of looking at overall view, SmackDown is, I feel like, in a much better position. I see where guys are at. We see where the women are at, you know, things are moving along. And it's kind of interesting how Raw and SmackDown keep going back and forth. It's, you know, one, a few months it feels like Raw's on the tie-in and then SmackDown's on, you know, it just, we got to get both brands and NXT all working the same because WWE is really in a good spot with talent. Time to just use it. So speaking of good talent, Kevin Owens came out there trying to goad on Roman Reigns to come out. He goes back there trying to look for Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is in the ring. And, you know, Kevin Owens got beat down a lot. But this is the Kevin Owens, and I think there's going to be another chronicle for him as well, you know, where he's talking about trying to rebuild that trust in himself and build it up as well in the fans. This is probably the Kevin Owens we need to see. You know, it's a guy that can go against probably heels or faces and just be a badass character. And that's what Kevin Owens is. And I think that's where he's really showing. Now, what's interesting is he's been beat down, beat down, beat down. And you think he's going to get the win on Sunday. But prediction-wise, it's hard for me to pull the trigger on that. So it's like, what is the point of the beatdown other than showing that he's going to take whatever you can bring his way? And, you know, maybe that's enough to kind of keep him his momentum going. Because right now, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and even Jey Uso. And that's the thing, too, with Jey Uso, you know, do you throw another guy for Kevin Owens to have as a partner? And I don't know who that would be, though. I mean, Daniel Bryan probably. It's it's just hard to tell. So, um, but the Kevin Owens stuff and Roman Reigns stuff, I think, was good. And somebody mentioned it on Twitter that it's like the Attitude Era, where the the um, it was building throughout the night, like Stone Cold back in the day. You know, he might show up at the beginning, he'd show up in the middle, and then show up at the end. You know, he does stuff throughout. And that's the thing with these angles, you know, you just don't want to throw them once and then, okay, we're done with that. You know, let's move on. But I liked how Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, it was all throughout the night and we know what that direction is. So um, also we saw the Street Profits defeat Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode inspecting SmackDown (laughs) tag team title match. But the Street Profits kind of pulled the tights because Robert Roode was trying to pull the tights. So we're not done with those teams yet. So I'm sure we'll see the Street Profits, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode go at it again. Maybe we'll see it on the kickoff show to give that something. But uh, we're still kind of seeing that. Um, Billy Kay had another tag team partner for the Riot Squad. This time it was Tamina. And the Riot Squad still defeated them. And, you know, my earlier prediction, of course, I kept saying Lana and Asuka should win the tag team titles. Now they've written Lana off in a way, unless she shows up. I don't know. But Riot Squad is that, you know, they're building the momentum. And whatever, however they need to get the tag team titles, they need to get it. Because you can just tell they are, you know, 
it's like Drew McIntyre when he was building, 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 and you could just tell that he was ready to win that title. And right now you see that with the right squad. I mean, they are right there. They can work in the ring together. They got the promos together. You know, they're have, and you could tell that they're having fun with what they're doing. And I think that's so important with characters. You got to believe it and they believe in what they're doing. So uh, as far as Billy Kay, she keeps taking a loss. I mean, does she get written off or, you know, I, does she eventually find a tag team partner? I don't know. So um, I can tell she's having fun with it as well, though. So that's good, you know, and we'll see where she goes as far as does she, you know, just give up on tag team to try to get the singles run. You know, and this whole resume thing, I think, is a good thing for her to do because she's really enjoying it. So, you know, Sasha Banks interrupted Carmel Champagne Toast, but then Sasha still gets attacked with a bottle. So I'm going to assume next week maybe we'll see or maybe, you know, like that SmackDown after New Year's Eve, we'll probably see some, you know, bottle champagne match or something like that. And maybe it's hanging on a pole. Whoever gets to use it, whoever gets it, gets to use it and. I'm going to assume Sasha Banks is going to beat Carmella, but we'll still haven't seen the end of those two because it's hard to see who else. You know, we got to keep Bailey and Bianca Belair kind of in the in the you know background right now because I'm not ready for those to revisit. You know, maybe Tamina gets a title shot, maybe to, you know Natalia, maybe Billy Kay somehow finagles her way in there. But right now it's Sasha and Carmella probably for a little bit, and you know kind of let them build up uh, here. <laughs> was the shocker of the night yes i'm scratching my head because if you would have told me i would say these words you know a year ago two years ago three years ago i would have been like no way but otis defeated shinsuke nakamura that's right otis of heavy well formerly of heavy machinery defeated shinsuke nakamura one of my favorite guys and yeah I, I'm surprised Nakamura's still there. You know, I'm surprised. I, I'm guessing he's just coasting just to, you know, stay on to retirement or, you know, build up a comfort fund, trust fund type deal and, you know, live his life with his family in Florida. But I just couldn't believe when I saw, I mean, and now the only thing that worked for this was, you know, Otis was going to do the Caterpillar. And then Chad Gable said, no, 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 suplex, suplex. And so, you know, there's something there, you know. Chad Gable is his coach. You know, maybe Chad Gable can help him win something, even though he won Money in the Bank, which once again, Otis should never won that. But, um, yeah, so we're, you know, like I said, there's something there. I just need to see it and see how it's going to keep moving along. So um, as far as Nakamura and Cesaro, I mean, maybe they get another shot the Street Profits, but Nakamura <laughs> losing to Otis is, wow. And, you know, talk about the shocker of 2020. That I would have never foreseen that, you know, earlier in his career, Nakamura's career. I mean, Nakamura, you know, and Sami Zayn back at uh, NXT Dallas, I believe it was. I mean, that was where, you know, we we saw everything Nakamura had. I felt like he gave everything in that match. You know, it was the first match, and ever since then, yeah, he won the NXT title, and he's um, won, I believe, the U.S. title. Yeah, I think so. You know, tag team titles. I mean, he probably should have beat Jinder Mahal at some point. 
And that's kind of where, you know, I wasn't too, you know, the AJ Styles match, that first match at WrestleMania, I think everybody just had it built up so much and it wasn't going to live up to that. And, you know, that's why, that's why I said the NXT stuff was just so good. That debut, I mean, it's hard to top that. So uh, we'll see where Nakamura goes. Like I said, I give it a couple more years and then, you know, he's going to, you know, sail off, <laughs> surf off into the sunset, as it were. Um, Big E apparently won a big at the first annual Sammy Awards because Sammy Zayn was upset that he wasn't invited or he wasn't part of any Slammy Award category. So he kind of just made his own and Big E got himself involved. Big E is definitely going to beat Sammy Zayn for that title. Um, you know, maybe if Daniel Bryan gets a triple threat, then that way maybe Big E defeats, pins Daniel Bryan. You keep Sammy Zayn protected. We can let Big E and Daniel Bryan have some matches because I think that's who Daniel Bryan really wants to work with. I think Daniel Bryan wants to work with a lot of guys, but Big E's been on his list. And I think Daniel Bryan would do a lot of good to help big help build up Big E. So right now I see Big E defeating Sami Zayn. Maybe at a you know the SmackDown lot, you know, next week. I believe they're doing a live Christmas episode. And you know, what better way to give him a Christmas present than the Intercontinental title? Because Big E. You know, he won the title early on with Dolph Ziggler and AJ, you know, AJ Lee. And I mean, I don't know if Big E was quite ready for it. Now he is. And like I said, I think this type of building him up, I don't think Big E needs to win the Rumble right now. I'd rather him build up the slow way, you know, the organic way, getting the IC title and getting up wins and then, you know, losing the IC title, then going for the WWE title. Or sorry, the universal title on SmackDown. I think that's ultimately the big, the best way. Because um, I don't know, you know, we kind of saw the Kofi story last year. Kofi didn't necessarily win the, he didn't win the Rumble at all. He drew McIntyre and won, but, but Kofi built momentum after Elimination Chamber and all that. So, you know, I want to see Big E, you know, maybe through the summer and then maybe by this time next year challenging for the WWE title. And, you know, next year's Royal Rumble, I could see him really build himself up and separate himself from the New Day, um, which is, there's a really good promo last week on Talking Smack with Paul Heyman. And that's another aspect, too. I'm like, man, Paul Heyman with Big E, that really could be something good. You know, Paul Heyman as kind of a talking piece. Big E could talk on his own as well, but Paul Heyman could just give you those little snippets that just put you over the edge, so. Um, you know, I don't know where, how long Paul Lee or sorry, Paul Heyman and Roman are aligned, but, um, you know, maybe Paul Heyman starts, you know, kind of a, a stable, you know, with Roman Reigns and Big E and Jey Uso and kind of let them run for a little bit. You know, they'd all be separate, but still in the umbrella of Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman could still build those guys up. So, um, but Big E's definitely on the track to get an NFC title. And next up, we had Bianca Belair and Bailey put together a really good match. Bailey gets the win. She's finally picked up a win. I think it's her first singles win since like August ish, maybe September ish, but um, it's not hurting Bianca Belair at all. I think you want Bailey to have some momentum. So then when Bianca beats her, that means something. Because Bianca Belair, I see it all. You know, I see she's ready for it as well. And then Bailey's at the point where, you know, she can pick up some wins 
So then that way, when she gets beat, it means something. Just like when Sasha beat her, it meant something. So, um, yeah, I'm not worried about Bianca Belair and losing to Bailey right now. Um, and, shouldn't you know, I don't think you guys should be worried, too. So, SmackDown, as you can tell, I'm much higher up on SmackDown right now. I think there's really things moving in the right direction. Their storylines are good. You know, everything, whatever's happened on SmackDown, let's get what that happened on Raw because if both things were trending in the right direction, I think good things could happen for WWE. So um, let's do some realty talk right now, and then we'll get into TLC predictions and now. Finish up there. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man, Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, and we're back. So uh, ready to talk up TLC 2020. So tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Um, we got some good matches heading out. So let's start with the. Tag Team Champions Raw, Tag Team Champions, The New Day versus The Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. I'm going to predict Shelton and Cedric get the win. I think if they lose here, I don't know if they can go after tag team titles again. I mean, they've already lost a lot. Now's the time. Just pull the trigger on it. New Day will be fine. You know, New Day can go against other tag teams. Um, and Hurt Business really need this right now, especially if you eat see Bobby Lashley lose the title soonish, you know, they need some goal to kind of keep moving themselves along. So prediction, official prediction, hurt business, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. Now we're in the women's tag team championship, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler against Asuka. And I mean, like I said earlier, you know, could we see maybe Lana come out there and pick up the win? You know, maybe Asuka goes by herself. Or, I mean, I've also thought Mandy Rose would be a good choice because Mandy Rose just came back. Now, my other choice is Charlotte Flair. And because we haven't seen her in a while, she's been working. She's been working out. So, obviously, she's ready to come back. Uh, she looks built. I mean, she looks like she's added on some muscles. So, you know, Oscar and Charlotte as tag team champions and then lose to the Riot Squad could be something. And, you know, I'm sure we'll circle back to Charlotte Flair and Asuka getting women's raw women's championship matches. But, you know, so there's a few choices there. Lana coming back, you know, maybe she's hopping out there. She's all taped up. She helps Asuka pick up the win somehow. Uh, Mandy Rose out there. I think if Mandy Rose is with Asuka, they're going to lose. Uh, if Charlotte comes out there, maybe Charlotte and Asuka win. But. I'll just say my official prediction will be uh, I'm going to say Lana. I'm going to say Lana comes out there. Asuka and Lana somehow beat Nia Jackson, Shane and Baser. Official, official, for real, 100% prediction. Lana comes out there all taped up, kind of, you know, this heroic story coming to, you know, fruition. So, uh, but if Mandy Rose is out there, Charlotte's out there. Hey, I look good too because I mentioned that. <laughs> but anyway, so 
Next up, SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Sasha's going to win. Uh, I think we're not seeing the end of this yet, but I do think I do see Sasha winning. Maybe Carmella breaks another champagne glass over her, calls it the DQ, but you know Sasha keeps the title. Um, so Sasha wins, keeps the title, wins by DQ. The Fiend and Randy Orton Firefly Inferno match. This is where you know we're going to be interested to see you know what kind of shenanigans are going to happen. Where does you know does Alexa Bliss show up for this? Uh, you know, does Alexa help the Fiend win? I'm going to say the Fiend wins and, you know, Orton gets put on fire somehow, you know, maybe he, he'll be protected somehow to do that. But, you know, or, you know, maybe we've also go the other route and say maybe Alexa somehow sacrifices herself for the Fiend somehow with the fire, you know, Orton gets all distracted and the Fiend wins. But unless they played up like, you could get a pin or you could set your opponent on fire, you know, then you can have the, you know, then nobody needs to get set on fire, but I'm hoping that they do something to the effect of, you know, the old Inferno match where somebody's getting set on fire. So uh, next up, let's talk about the WWE championship, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles. This is all Drew. I think AJ gets some spots in AJ, you know, maybe we see um, uh, Omos, get involved as well because we haven't seen him do anything yet other than be out there. Um, I don't think we've seen the end of Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, because I don't know what else is there left for them. I think there's still more for them to do. Maybe The Miz comes out there, tries to get involved. I don't foresee The Miz walking out, but, you know, stranger things have happened at TLC. So, um, but Drew McIntyre wins. Still your WWE champion. I think I'd probably save The Miz cashing in till. A Monday Night Raw, you know, I know it's probably a ratings pop, you know, kind of a, a shock rating, but, you know, that might be what we need to do for a little bit. So, and then finally, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, this is the match that probably should main event. This will main event in my mind. Um, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, this is going to be a hoss fight like anything else. And I think there's going to be ladders broken. There's going to be tables broken. There's going to be chairs used. Jey Uso gets involved. Uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to help out Kevin Owens. It'd be nice to see somebody, but you know, I think Owens just keeps coming back and then finally it's just not enough. And, you know, Roman Reigns wins. And like I said, this is the main event, uh, Drew and AJ probably middle of the night ish. I'm going to say first match is probably going to be the SmackDown women's championship. Sasha Banks versus Carmella kind of let that start tonight. Uh, and you know, we'll see where things go after that, but, I'm expecting a good night. You know, I think everybody looks like they're ready to go. You know, the matches are good on paper. Uh, other than, you know, the Raw Tag Team Championship, I'm not too iffy on much thing. You know, I think things are set. We're moving along. And, of course, then we'll head into Royal Rumble, my favorite pay-per-view. You know, WrestleMania is up there, but Royal Rumble is so fun to see just because, you know, we don't always know who's going to come back. And, yeah, so – I think next week we'll do a best of, we'll do some awards. I'll do some AEW awards. We'll do some WWE awards and, you know, kind of finish up the year as it is and then get right into the new year and uh, get ready for NXT New Year's Evil. Uh, AEW has New Year's Bash. So our smash, sorry. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. AWF is rolling along. There's been some good conversation about what we should do with that. So definitely tune in this week. 
for the triple threat match to see who's going to take on Peter Joseph II for the AWF title. And yeah, keep watching along and keep following along and sharing, loving it, subscribing it, all that good stuff. Thanks for joining. Follow me at Stephen A. 1181. Talk to you guys later.